so mad because like no ceilings was easily my favorite thing that Lil Wayne ever did. But he never released it on anything. It was only ever on, I mean, at the time, this was 10 years ago, it was datpiff.com and any other mixtape site you fucking frequented back in the early 2000s. But, I don't know, it was weird. Like, nothing nothing came about of it, and then in 2020, they're like, hey, for record store day, Lil Wayne's releasing No Ceilings on a CD. On a CD? What the fuck? Yeah, I don't know if it's just because I'm not very relevant in rap stuff, mm -hmm. but I haven't heard uh, any of him being relevant, period, in, since high school. Well, yeah, The so what I've come to understand is that it's because uh, he just got all ate up, and he did too many drugs, and then he just wasn't as clear. I don't know. I mean... I don't think he's as good as he was fucking 10 years ago, but I'm also jaded and cynical, and I also don't really listen to all that much hip-hop, hippity-hoppity anymore, so it could just be because I'm not, you I know, well-versed. I mean, the 90s. Like, old-school lyrical rap is what I normally Put that little coaster to. to your face. Can you extend it more? You should be able to. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I would have had a camera. Dude, I even set up the tripod. I was like, man, maybe I'll record some of this like vid audio visually, but um I'm I now I'm now I'm That would have been some video quality shit. <laughs> That'd have been good. That's funny. Fill my cavities. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, they fucked up my drink too, so this is this is what I ordered. Is it good? Yeah, it's just regular iced coffee with. Oh. oh, they put heavy cream in it. I just said cream, but they put heavy cream. Oh, okay. Heavy as in it, the the product is heavy cream, and not they added lots of cream. No, yeah. it's just heavy cream. Is it? Yeah. No, it's good. I mean, yeah. They put way too much fucking sugar in this thing, and I don't drink a whole lot of sugar anymore. Oh, you got some coffee with your sugar, did you? Yeah. So, this, is, this is the cool thing I've been like, discovering about the difference between the Sure SM58 Beta and the Sure SM58. Our volumes are the same, right? Yeah. You see that? Is what it, is is it like peaking? What is that? No, it's just uh it's just how the microphone works. I don't know what makes this one different than that one other than the term beta at the end of its name. But that's what it looks like. Mine's an alpha. Yours is an alpha. I you know where that microphone is from? What? ABFD. That's where that microphone's from. I've had that microphone for this long. I've got some fucking I've got some old crusty ass microphones from all the way back when SBU oh, yeah. used to play, dude. And I think they're still good. I just need to buy the new, like new cones. Yeah, that's what these are all called on top, right? The yeah, the it depends cone. on how it how it captures the sound, like cardio or, or cardioid, and then there's dynamic, and then there's cardioid dynamic. There's there's a lot of terminology that I don't know. Because I've got two microphones down in my basement that yeah. are like. 
fucking dented. Just like, oh. yeah. yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> from I, just back playing floor shows and shit, and just slamming your microphones down and or dropping them. Get or, those. Uh, there was one of the thing, one of the moves I always wanted to do. Granted, it was from a band that uh, I can't. Well, it was from an artist, specifically one artist individually that I can't support anymore. Lost Profits, but. <laughs> I fucking love that band, and one of the music videos he does, they did, the vocalist is like, he's got, you know... Standing on the rooftops. Rooftops, exactly, and where he's like swinging the <laughs> microphone, and it arcs at the perfect time, and he just like pulls the cord, it goes right into his hand, and he goes right into singing, I was like, that's badass. To be fair, that was like the only good song that <laughs> I thought they had. Well, I'll tell you what, you are wrong, because really? they had all kinds of good music. Well, Bro, I'll Shinobi. probably never know. I'll Shin- probably never know, because I cannot listen to them without thinking about that weirdo. You know what's crazy, though? Like, I think their music is really great, and part of me understands that, like, hey, that shit's bad, we can't do that anymore. But on on, on the other hand, it wasn't the band as a whole who contributed to this the 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 crimes that this man committed so part of me wonders can i still support the band because what if like do did they know about him being so weird can i still enjoy the band lost profits i just can't enjoy the vocalist see this is my issue with that do we cancel the whole the whole band or just the one guy this is my issue with that they were selling an image and he was the face of the image yeah well, I mean, that's 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 how bands go, though. Like the vocalist is normally the 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 poster child, and he was. It's also like a lot of those bands where they have a distinct sound. He had a distinct voice mm-hmm. that not a lot of people. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if a lot of people can copy that voice, and that was part of their selling point. Is they had a unique sound. There is one band I know for sure who mimicked that sound perfectly because it's the reason I found them because. I still crave the the sound that Lost Prophets makes a lot because I love I just love that. But the Juliana Theory, their album Love, sounds just like dude. To Lost this day, Prophets. I I still listen to Thirty Seconds to Mars, dude. I still listen to them. Wait, why don't we like Thirty Seconds to Mars? Other than no, there's Jared no Le- reason. They just <laughs> Jared Leto's just, a cult leader now. It just goes on the fact that like he they sell they sold a distinct sound that nobody can copy. That's really, true. Jared Leto is just a unique artist. Mm-hmm. Now he just uh, now he just copied. Who's a who's what was that song? The uh, radioactive, radioactive. Who is Imagine that? Dragons? Imagine Dragons. Well, why do I know song, that? The, <laughs> we all know that. We all. I I remember the song. Um, there was something that I think it was in their most recent Thirty Seconds to Mars album that one of his like singles. It was it was the song radioactive, like. Lots of bands have been. It's like it's like a new take on that punk goes crunk or bullshit. That, pop yeah. goes punk. Or yeah. punk goes pop. Whatever it was, bro. I still I still have a hankering for those fucking records. Yeah, I listened to the Devil Wears Prada Still Fly song on the way home yes. last night from Plymouth. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's also a really good cover from that that series. When we came as Romans covered. Uh, oh no, what was it? Um, oh. I can okay. Hold on, I'm I'm getting it, I'm getting it. My love, dun dun, my love, dun 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 dun, dun my love. 
Oh, yeah. I can't remember who. Justin Timberlake and. uh, Was it uh, Timbaland? Timbaland. Yeah, dude. So We Came As Romans covered that song and it's one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite songs. I prefer that version over the original. Dude, shit like that. That was a different time in life, dude. Just because, like I said, I listened to the Still Fly. Well, that that was an album called Punk Goes Crunk Mm -hmm. that was just on Spotify. And I was listening through it. It was like all these old, like MySpace era bands that were huge, like Scary Kids, Scaring Kids. And they did a cover of a notorious B.I.G. song, and they were saying the N-word on it. And they were white kids. <laughs> they were they literally really? saying the N-word oh, on it. No. And I was like, oh. that can't happen today. They're trying to cancel Eminem over some shit that he said, like, setting a chick on fire. And Oh, are they talking about Kim? The song Kim? No, he was. they were talking about the Rihanna song oh. that he did, like the song with Rihanna. Oh, or wait, tying him to a bed and setting the house on fire. Oh, they're trying to cancel him over that shit. Please, and there's these white kids saying the N word to Notorious B.I.G. song on <laughs> on radio, getting paid for it, and they're trying to cancel Eminem. You know, it's really weird. The I don't understand this uh, this notion of like, hey, let's cancel Eminem because Eminem cancels you, you. I mean, one, you can't. His his whole spiel since he started was, "I'm here to fuck shit up." And I don't give a damn about you or anyone else. That was his whole spiel. If like, you can relate, I'm mad at the along. world, and everyone's gonna fucking die in my way. Yeah. That was his whole thing. But now, like, if anyone has ever even been on TikTok for thirty seconds, and you've looked in any comments, any of the comments in any of the videos, you will see that the millennials have taken the term "stan," which he invented. Eminem invented the yeah. term "stan." And for a very, cr- like, creepy way. Like, if they, that song, he fucking, the, the, the Stan character kills his wife. Yeah. Fucking puts her in a <laughs> trunk and drives a car off a cliff, off a fucking bridge, bro. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're just going to use the term Stan. Like, I think you need to chill out. We're trying to cancel him. Yeah. And you don't fuck with Eminem. He will no. fucking bury you alive. <laughs> I mean, I don't know now. He, I don't know now that he would, but in the early '90s, early 2000s, when he was all coked up, yeah, there's a good chance you might not wake up. <laughs> He'll fucking find you. I just can't wait for his comeback. For listening to all these people on the internet saying, "Oh, you're you're done for, bud." I just no, no. <laughs> you're done, bud. <laughs> you're done, bud. <laughs> you yeah. just lost your life. <laughs> <laughs> You're fired. How'd you get a job here, fuckface? <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for the comeback, though. You know it's going to be sometime. You know, it's you know, real talk, though. I I will never diminish the 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 accomplishments that that man has acquired over his what, almost two decades, two decades now. But my personal favorite Eminem. Is when he was all coked out and crazy. <laughs> that was my fate. He was funny. He was his... wild. I loved it. He's still great now, but it's not the version of him I like. Even though I'm glad you're sober. But man, his last his last album was kind of good. <laughs> so Music it's... to be murdered by. So that I did hear. I did hear that that one song to be murdered I by st- was really good. I still listen to that album at work. It's, yeah, it's pretty good. I have to check it out. I'm just like I'm super finicky about my hip hop anymore. Uh, for some odd reason, I have recently been getting back into one of my original rap fa- favorites, which is Three Six Mafia. I fucking love Three Six Mafia. 
I was listening to them the other day, and you know what I, I, I came to the conclusion of? What? I think 3-6 Mafia may have played a part in my affinity for um, mind-altering substances, <laughs> because I was listening to a lot of their music, especially, uh, specifically the album Last to Walk, but they're talking about... <laughs> Getting fucked up on drugs, don't matter what it is. Like, give me that pill, I'll fucking do it. And like, man, that's the mentality I have. Did Three Six Mafia do this to me? But I'm okay with it. Maybe. I just like Juicy J. He's a funny motherfucker, bro. Juicy J's hilarious, and so is fucking DJ Paul. That that dude, uh, he's goofy looking, but I fucking love him, bro. They're so funny. There was a there was a skit on. Uh, so I listener, I bought this record at Ignition Records in Goshen, Indiana. Shout out to Julie. Be sure to check out that place. Uh, their album from I believe is 1997 called The End. I think it's one of the last songs, but uh, the intro is just like you hear people listen to music and then people talk and then you hear a da 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 knock on the door and somebody goes, "Hey, who is it?" And you go, "It's the health department, man. We got your test back. Guess what? Your test was also positive." And then it just just like shooting up the place. I was like, "That's really that's imagine imagine going to shoot up your enemy, right?" And you knock on their door and like, hey, who is it? And then the first thing you think is like, hey, it's a health department. Like, who thinks of that? We got your <laughs> test for back. We got your test results back, fool. Yo, shit's positive. You got the HIV. I'm pretty sure that's the what HIV. they were. I'm pretty sure that's what they were. Uh, you got the HIV. Yeah, you got the HIV, bruh. But I mean, it was 1997. The HIV was still a thing that people were concerned about. Is it still probably a thing? No, HIV is still a thing. It's just now it's livable. Like if you can get it and then you just take a pill now and you're fine. But back in the 80s, it was like, <laughs> oh, you got it? You're dead. <laughs> Dude, speaking of getting HIV and dying, have you ever seen the movie Dallas Buyers Club? Dallas Buyers Club? Uh-huh. No. Bro, it's got your man Jared Leto in it. And he plays a transsexual, and he does a fantastic job. Jared Leto's a good actor. Jared, okay, so... I wasn't too impressed with the Joker. Nope, Joker I'll sucked. Give him, I'll give him a pass on that. He was trying to get paid. And then there was another one I saw on Netflix where he plays like a... Like a he like works for some... Was it the Yakuza? And like he's all tatted up, but... It's weird because it doesn't really have that many lines. It's just like they wanted a, a popular name and a pretty face to sell this movie. Well, he's the guy. Yeah. He was he's, really great. Dallas Buyers Club, he's great in. Uh, what other movie? I'm trying to think. I, there's a, there's a movie that I really liked him in. He's He's got, he's actually got several movies. Oh, uh, Mr. Nobody. Mr. Nobody was, uh, I saw that on Netflix in like 2012 or some shit. That movie was really good. It's a, it's like a, an indie film, but it's really good. He played in a lot more movies than I realized. No, yeah, he's got a, he's got a bit, he's got a long disc, like a IMDb page, but we only ever know him from the shit that like he uh, headlined in. Yeah, I did Dallas not Byers realize. Club, he's not. He, I mean, he's kind of a main character, but you wouldn't, it, you wouldn't. Well. You might see it, see him, and be like, "Oh yeah, that's Jared Leto." But I feel like I'm not as much of a fan as I thought because there's a <laughs> lot of movies that I've watched that I had no fucking idea that he was in. Yeah, it's a, Mr. Nobody was a good movie. Yeah, Mr. Nobody was great. And then he's got a he's got a new he's in a Marvel movie coming out. Um, some uh, damn it, what's it? He's playing some vampire. Would you join Dude. Jared Leto's cult? What's the cult about? I didn't honestly know that he was actually a cult leader. I don't know. No. He was in Requiem for a Dream. I don't remember that. American Psycho, Fight Club, 
I didn't know he was in Fight Club. Justice I've watched League. that movie a thousand times. And Morbius. I didn't... Morbius is the new movie he's got coming out where he's a vampire. Suicide Squad. I'm pretty upset that they're remaking Blade and they're making it PG-13. What? So I heard they were remaking Blade, but I didn't know they were making it PG-13? Yeah. That's an R-rated movie. That's dumb. That's a dumb movie. You should movie. make that a not-rated movie. Well, so... I mean, let's so let's let's apply some logic to this real quick to play devil's advocate. Do you think PG thirteen has the same standards in twenty twenty one as PG thirteen did when we were kids? Not and a chance. I also agree. So maybe PG thirteen isn't going to be that bad, but they definitely should have made it R. Like Blade, like you're murdering because things. You're allowed to say fuck one time in a PG thirteen movie. Did you know that? Yes, yeah, if I've heard that, which is which crazy. I think is uh, yeah, it's crazy, <laughs> but it's not crazy because all thirteen-year-olds have access to like the internet, and there are way worse things on the internet. Oh, I said way worse things when I was thirteen years old. Way too. worse, way worse things when I was in th- when I was when I was thirteen. My mom would have fucking gave me an acid bath if she heard some of the shit I was doing when I was thirteen. I, yeah, if I can't even imagine if I had this podcast when I was thirteen in my parents are like so what do you do when you go out and hang out with friends like oh i i do a podcast i would i would make it unlistenable for them not in the sense that like they couldn't audibly hear it more sense like they could not find it because the things i was saying oh, as yeah. a 13 year old <laughs> my parents would have adopted me again yeah you guys gotta go to the dark web to listen to my <laughs> podcast <laughs> you gotta go through so many subreddits just to find the one link that i have exp- I've put out here's there. my here's my ip address <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a uh, oh yeah i should probably we've been talking for 15 i didn't even open up the show forgot hey welcome to the tune junkies podcast my name is chris it's a uh, it's a weird time these days so it's just me here and uh we brought a fan favorite specifically kevin i know you're listening well you're gonna be listening to this one because apparently alex parker is your favorite person we've ever had on the show and i'm flattered for that <laughs> so this thank this, you stranger this one's for you i i think i think we used to call these uh would you believe it's with alex parker and this is where you would share your poop stories <laughs> i'm sure if i dig real de- dig deep i could find another poop story Poop store, you've just lived a very interesting life. And if if I if I were a director, I would I would pull I would I would make a movie about an auto a biographical film about you. It's a knockoff. It's a bad version of Jackass. Don't don't recommend. So the question is, do we think it would be more funny or do we think it would be more sad? Let's be serious. Way more sad. <laughs> That's what I was thinking too. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be asking for my GoFundMe page. Where, where can I send you money, you poor person? <laughs> oh, you poor, you poor child. Uh, see, that's what I'm thinking too. But with it being more sad, we could put in like all those Sundance Film Festival things. You could get a lot of attention because people like sad movies. It's a they wrong want a, kind of sad, bro. <laughs> they want a reason to be like, man, my life is really blessed compared to this man's. It'd be like in The Simpsons where that fucking Nelson kid walks around going, ha ha. So, uh, yeah, welcome to the Tune Junkies podcast. My name's Chris. We're, uh, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Stop referring to yourself as multiple people, Chris. I'm here with my good friend, Alex Parker. And yeah, Nick. Where are you at? <laughs> yeah. Well, 
Nobody's here. We're not even in studio. We're at my apartment because this was a last minute thing. So anything in the studio with try hard effort. Say my, what? Anything in the studio with try hard effort. Oh, that's true. Look at my basement, for example. But I mean, I would 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 we even go as far as say is it's try hard? Like especially nowadays, like two microphones and a laptop. That's a studio, bro. That, that's it is. Ask any SoundCloud rapper. That's true. That's true. <laughs> that's true. I even that brought was not my... a shot at Jared Sebastian. I promise. <laughs> Jared thinks that I'm always mad at him, and I don't know why. I think I th- well, that's a lie. I know why. It's because he doesn't spend enough time with me yeah. to understand my humor, and so I say mean things to people just because I find it funny. He only hears the that I'm saying things. mean things to him, and he thinks I don't like him. It's like, no, dude, I just I make mean jokes. Hi, Kitty. Welcome. Should I get you a microphone? No. You're not that vocal. I just need a camera for you. Be like, oh, look, the kitty's here. I have catnip on my hand. Oh, boy. Wait, why do you have catnip on your hand? Because I gave my cats catnip this morning. Oh, okay. I was like, what They like getting high, too. Bro. See, kitty's so finicky, man. I I don't get it. Dude, my cats, you give my cats catnip and they fucking slobber. They get down. They do? They'll they'll just sit there and drool. Like, oh, dang, they fucking nod out, huh? My <laughs> kitty. They're junkies, dude. Kitty gets like, so he'll get amped when he sees it, and he'll smell it, and then he does this thing. Sometimes, depending on where it's at, he'll roll in it, or he'll do this thing where he'll go, <laughs> and he'll just like blow it everywhere. He'll just fucking, and just, I'm like, hey, what the fuck, the, man? What are you doing? It goes up in his nose. Yeah, and then he's like, and then like he gets, his fucking eyes get all dilated. Yeah, he's funny. But I don't know. Last night he was freaking me out, man. I think so. When I first moved here, um, the old tenant told me that this place was haunted. They always say that I shit, know. and I was really excited. That's a selling point to some people. To some people, but it's also like. Oh, that place haunted? I don't fuck with that. You lost a tenant. So it's like, it's a gamble. Some people don't fuck with it. Some people like me, I'm like, yeah, I'll check it out. But I personally haven't had any experiences, but I think he has. Listener, when I say he, I'm pointing to my cat, who's actually no longer in the room. But I'm pretty sure he sees the ghost that's here. The old tenant said it's a woman, which might be why she hasn't done anything to me yet. Because, I mean, maybe maybe she's gay. Because my old tenant said that the ghost climbed into bed with her. And that's kind of what I was hoping for, man. I, mean, I, I could use some company at night, man. The, uh, oh, succubus? Yeah, oh, we're just trying to cuddle? Like, bro, bet. Like, well, I'm, I'm down for that. We can just cuddle. Like, I don't have to, like, buy you shit. I can make jokes and I can you just don't need any, you, you, don't need, you don't need any of my dresser drawers? <laughs> you're not going to eat. And, like, I get up to make food and then you're like... Hey, can I get a bite? Like, oh, I thought you said you weren't hungry. Like, yeah, but I want a couple. I want a bite of yours. Like, but you want shit. Is a succubus like the ultimate cheap date? You don't have to buy your shit. That's true. But a succubus is a demon, and there is a price to be paid. And that price is that she's gonna steal your seed and make a a a like a what fuck? What's the what's a like a halfling baby? That's what succubus succubus and incubus are both the same thing. They're demons that come into the world to steal your seed to make halfling babies. I ain't using it for anything else. You can have it, bitch. Yeah, hey, I'm totally down. Like, do I have to take care of the baby, though, or are you just like, that's all you want for me is the seed? Do I have to pay child support? Yeah. I don't think hell needs child support. 
They're do probably, I get to visit the child in hell? Like, do I get to meet Lucifer? Like, because that would be well. It would be cool if like <laughs> that visitation rights <laughs> to come down and hang out with him for a fucking day or two. Can he teach me cool shit? <laughs> can he teach me magic? That's really all. I, it doesn't even have to be like I can make people teleport. I just want to be able to do like card tricks that make people like bat. I want to wow people at the bar. That's all. That's the only thing I want. So I told you, <laughs> I told you off the record the other day that I watch a lot of YouTube when I'm taking a shit. Yeah, that's there you right. go. That's a shit story. I watch YouTube <laughs> while I take shits. I'm sure a lot of people do. I'm sure it's probably where people get most of their views. And see what's crazy. Like YouTube has been around since like since the dawn of the Internet. YouTube was one of the OG sites. Mm hmm. But I never got into it. When, when YouTube first came around, I was watching dumb videos. And then uh, some, and then there were some music videos in the early 2000s. But then I, like, once social media came around, I stopped using YouTube. Like, I would look at nowadays, the only thing I use YouTube for is watching your mom's house and DIY videos. Like, oh, hey, my headlight's broke. How do I fix it? And I walk, go to YouTube. But other than that... I get a lot of people be like, hey, Chris, do you know who this person is? He's a famous YouTuber. Like, I don't know any YouTubers at all. I know the Logan Paul thing, but only because there was drama about so one of those brothers found a dead body and then filmed it and then they got in trouble. That's the only reason I know who they are. But my knowledge of YouTubers and YouTube things is very minimal. See, I follow shit that like, I used to like when I was a kid. Like, I used to love Jackass. Yeah. <clears throat> and Steve-O... I was watching a few things on like old jackass, like the history of some of the jackass stunts and mm -hmm. stuff. And Steve-O now has like his own YouTube page where he talks about some of the history of like some of his worst injuries or some of the too. stupidest shit that he's done, mm -hmm. that, like stuff that he regrets when how he got sober. And like he just has a really interesting YouTube page where he talks about all that stuff. He's had a wild life. And I listen to some of his podcasts through YouTube videos. Yeah. And uh, he'll talk like he was he was showing some really cool bar tricks and stuff. Oh, yeah. OK, I've seen I've seen yeah. some of his bar tricks. I saw those on. He did. Facebook he did, one he did a few bar tricks with like Stone Cold Steve Austin and stuff what? like he was like hanging out with Stone Cold Steve Austin and drinking. No well, shit. Stone Cold was drinking and Steve was not because he's sober now. Right. But he's like, yeah, this is like what I used to do to get a quick buck because I was broke. Blah, blah, blah. And like he would just show some of his fucking bar tricks that he would do. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this crazy motherfucker. And he was talking about like all the times that like he jumped off buildings into pools, like jumped off rooftops and shit. Yep. And uh, now all he does really is brag about his hot girlfriend, which is, I mean, good for you, bro. Yeah, it's fine. You're, I'm, an, old, I'm, you're an old man getting some young stuff. Good, yeah, stu good for you. We're all very happy for you, Steve-O. We're, we're glad you didn't die because... <laughs> There are many instances where you should have. <laughs> but I just Your recently. little duster phase. Yeah, he should have been dead. Oh, yeah. The 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 whippets or whatever yeah. that he did. Dude, I saw a picture of him sitting in a room with just a whole room full of empty whippet uh -huh. cans. I was like. Did you watch his documentary, The Steve-O Demise and Rise? I think. Is it older? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Bro, that shit was fucking dark. Like, see, duster makes you lose your fucking mind, bro. That, like, I never I'm, did. I never did duster. I'm pro drugs in moderation. Like, um, 
I actually think today is Black Balloon Day, which is for um, uh, people who have died of overdoses. Um, so if your friends do drugs. That's a heroin reference, isn't it? What? Black Balloon Day. Um, I'm not sure if it's just heroin. It may have probably started with just heroin. I'm not sure on the history of the day, but I do know specifically it's about overdoses. So if your friends do drugs, just don't let them do too much. Don't let them do drugs because their their emotions are affecting them because that's how you re- that's how you really fuck yourself. Recreational use, moderation. Be responsible. But yeah, this goes uh do you say happy National Black Balloon Day. I feel like it's a weird, it's a weird thing. That hey, Happy Black Balloon Day! Or Bro, don't forget all your friends who died from doing too many drugs. Don't recommend. <laughs> I'm not happy sure. day. All your friends fucking died from overdosing. Yeah, I'm not really sure. Let's look this up. Ooh, I'm actually gonna Happy Black Balloon Day. Let's. I I typed in Happy Black and it said Happy Black Woman, Happy Black Women. Happy black. Happy big black. Rest in peace. Oh, yeah. 22s, baby. Rest in peace. I think I saw a thing on TikTok the other day. It was like a, it's like a collage and like you just had to be there of like Rob and Big. Oh, Rob and Big was like the ultimate. Like, yeah, rest in peace to MTV didn't play music anymore. But at least we got shows like Rob and Big. Where Rob and Big saw- was great. I loved Robin Big. I even liked the Fantasy Factory. Rob Deerdick is just an, an, an he's just an interesting individual. He is. Did you know? I saw. I think it was Stevo who was talking to Rob Deerdick. He said, "Yeah, he was talking about like his Fantasy Factory deal." Yep, and and, and for ridiculousness, in order to get on the show, you have to essentially sell your video to Rob Deerdick to where he owns it. Uh huh. That's how you get on the show. It's like if they find your video, they contact you and they say, hey, we'll give you this much money for that video. And then it's ours. And then we own it. He has got to be so stupidly rich in mm-hmm. from that show. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> That's why it's still going is because there's never. People are suckers enough to sell videos. the rights to their videos that they know if they would just be patient, they could probably mm-hmm. ex- succeed hey. on don't be don't be rubbing up on that. So see, this is a, this is why I knew that this this is why we don't do it at my house because I got you who wants to rub and chew on stuff, kidders. He chews on stuff. Um, sometimes he he's gotten a lot better. Um, if I'm not paying, he mainly does it when I haven't been giving him enough attention because he knows there are things that are against the rules that if he does right away, he'll get attention right away. My cat. Well, straight up, he knows that there's shit he's not supposed to do. Mm-hmm. He will do it and then look me right in the eyes like he's <laughs> testing me. Like, I won't get up and do something about it. I'm like, bitch, what? Uh, that's why cats are fucking, they got attitude, man. I wa- I love watching videos, cats on tables, and there's like a little vial of something on there. And they'll like scoot it towards the edge. And then the, the, video, the video person will be like, hey. And then they'll stop. And they'll like push it away, away from the edge. And they'll walk away and sit down and they'll look back at the camera and they'll go back to the thing and then they'll just fucking swat that bitch off the table. <laughs> Have you ever seen the ones where like they're just standing and looking at it and it's like they're just in a bad mood or something and they just go whack and yeah. they just like boom. Bow. <laughs> yeah, I saw I think it was me. some cartoon thing I saw. I was like, cats aren't destructive. They're scientists. They just like to test gravity and make sure it's they're they're actually testing gravity for all of us. Just making sure it's still on. But yeah, my cat just tests me just because he's in a mood. Like, I know I'm not supposed to do this. You yell at me for it every stinking day. Let's do it anyway. Yeah, I'm going to do it anyway. But 
my one cat who is it's my dumber cat has frayed whiskers now because when i was at work she decided to get in the back and chew on a cord that was plugged into the wall and i think it shocked her and burnt her whiskers no way <laughs> she almost wound up like that fucking cat on the what the, uh national lampoons christmas yeah. vacation chewing on the wires and she, she's she's uh, she starts to walk sideways now sometimes like it's like she doesn't have a center of balance anymore Hmm. Um, I was looking up Black Balloon because I, I didn't forget. Um, but uh, Black Balloon is an object to constrict the flow of blood of the ligaments used when shooting drugs into the arm. So it's not. That's how you know I didn't do drugs because I thought it was what you put your drugs in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some people put drugs in balloons and then put them in their booty hole to hide them. That is a real thing. Um, yeah, that's it's called keistering, isn't it? Boof. Well, boofing, keistering, prison pocket. There's all kinds of words for it. <laughs> there was a movie I watched uh, on Netflix, I think, that was insane. I think you might like it. It had... It had uh, did you ever watch... Did you ever watch... Uh, Um, I'm drawing a blank. Did you ever watch the Game of Thrones? Yes. I like how you said the Game of Thrones, like you're <laughs> fucking 80 years old. Did you ever watch the Game of Thrones? Do you ever get on the Facebook? <laughs> the guy who that played... mustache is making you old. <laughs> Respect the mustache. <laughs> what did you call it yesterday when we hung out? You said you, you had a name for it. This is your alter ego. What you yes, say my alter ego is Johnny Redwood. Johnny Redwood. <laughs> you can find me on Pornhub. <laughs> I was say, that's a fucking porn star name for sure. Pornhub, uh, XXX videos. Uh, okay. You know it's bad when my uh, my boss, as a joke, actually went and called me Johnny Redwood at work. Oh my god! I was like, you can call me Johnny Redwood now. <laughs> you call me Johnny Redwood. <laughs> <laughs> and he called me up on the phone and said, "Hey, Johnny Redwood." <laughs> You know what I want? You know what I think that mustache, your whole like aesthetic, if you got, what do they call them? Bucket hats, wear a bucket hat and then put a little bit of sunscreen on the tip of your nose. You would be like, I want to get a mesh hat, dude. A mesh hat? What's a like mesh, a mesh hat? trucker hat? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Those I think metal. I could rock that with this. Bro. <laughs> I'm having so much fun envisioning all the different versions of. You I see, I feel like the mustache works because I have a gigantic head. You don't okay. So I'm only saying this because I feel like I have a gigantic head. You don't have a gigantic head. <laughs> My head is humongous, dude. Is that so? Are you a beanie guy as opposed to a brimmed hat guy because your head is big? Because that's the stand. That's the trailer. Well, see, I wear brimmed hats, but I have to wear special brimmed hats because. Most hats, if I put it on, is insanely too small. I have to find hats that fit my head correctly. Yeah, which is a challenge. Yeah, I think I think that's why I get. I also yeah, I think that's why I gave up on brimmed hats because because of my, as you so eloquently put it, gigantic head. I don't think hats look good on me because it only brings attention to the fact that my head is big. Yeah. See, and I'm also going bald, so I, at least I have stuff here to bring attention away from the top <laughs> of my head. Yeah, but see, you're also somewhat tall, so being bald isn't a bad thing because people can't really see it. 
Except for when my fat ass is bent over at work and yeah. people pick on me because I'm not even 30 yet. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm saying, we talked about this yesterday, um, you got to do one of those like DNA things. The 23andMe, Ancestry.com, whatever it is, whatever vial you want to spit in. Send them your spit so that you can see what you're like genetically see, predisposed to. And it really is bad because my baldness and fatness is posted all over the world because my work decided to shoot a promotion video oh, no. about people working at my workplace and I'm in the video with my fat ass bent over working with my ass crack hanging out <laughs> and my bald head. <laughs> it's on YouTube. But at least no one knows it's you. I but, mean, they will I now. mean, I do. <laughs> I do. I know it's, it's just isn't uh, it weird it, the time we live in like social media is just part of everybody's life and that's what businesses have to do even factory jobs they have to be like well we have to put something out for people so they can look us up I'm more mad at the person that I probably work with that cut the video and decided that it was a good idea to take a shot of the fat dude bent over with his ass crack poking out and posting it on the <laughs> you want to know what's really funny so at my last job um, they had to do something like that. They came and filmed for, and this is what we do. Well, this was around Halloween time, right? And so I took it upon myself to do a little decorating of our area. And so I uh, built a pentagram out of <laughs> scrap pieces of wood, and I taped it all together so it stayed in shape. And then I hung it up on the railing that was above our little area. Well, that day... People came in to film <laughs> to it see what, and it was up. And like my buddy, uh, uh, he told me, he goes, "Bro," and I was like, "What?" And he goes, "There's people here to film. Like, I don't know what they're doing." I'm like, "So?" And he's like, "You just put your pentagram up." And I was like, "Well, it's fucking staying up, bud. <laughs> it's not my problem." And I was like, "They'll just have to crop that out of the video or something." But yeah, it was really funny. Dr. Satan. Dr. Satan. I know it was funny because the first time I put it up, um, I left to go to the bathroom. I came back and uh, my partner was like, yo, they took it down. I was like, what? Like, yeah, they took it down. And I went to the trash and I pulled it out and I hung it back up. And I was, I'm just, I'm just, you know, I like to cause drama. But uh, they were like, oh, who put that up there? And my, my uh, coworker, who's a real... A real, a real, a real good friend wouldn't rat me out. Wouldn't he? Didn't t he? Didn't say I made it. But I, I, he, he came to me. He was like, "Why, why won't you? Uh, why are you being like this? Why is it? Why are you trying to cause drama?" I was like, "Well, I just want them to tell me that I can't have it up." And they'd be like, "Well, why?" I'd be like, "Oh, because it's satanic." Like, "Oh, but it would be so if if this was a cross, it'd be fine." Like, "Yeah, oh, so you're." So basically, what you're saying is that some religions are okay and others aren't. Are you are uh, should should I? You want me to call the news? You being being uh uh non -ac not accepting of other people's religions, but they never came to me. Cause I'd be like, yeah. Did you get to leave it up? I did. I left it up for the entire month because they were like, I was like, one of my bosses. They were like, oh, I don't pay you to fucking you know lollygag and do you know whatever i was like no you don't but only you, pay me at all i was like yeah but i don't have anything to do because the people ahead of me can't do their job so excuse me for trying to you know brighten you know i'm just trying to decorate my work area it's not like i'm making it nasty like it's festive it's halloween it says happy halloween and then there's a pentagram 
What do you, what's wrong with that? It's festive. <laughs> I guess this goes back to saying you're a killer and I'm not. I said, you don't hardly pay me at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Yesterday we were talking about um, <laughs> eating meat. Yeah, the so, way you, the way you consume meat. Yeah, so we were talking about our preferences of wings. I don't like bone-in wings strictly because uh, stri- I will gnaw on the bone. Strictly because I don't like to be reminded that the thing I'm eating was once alive. Do I know it was once alive? Of course I do. I'm not an idiot. The thing is, I don't like to be reminded that this thing was once alive. Probably had a family and like. Oh, enjoyed bathing in the sun. It was a thing. I don't like to know that. I just just tell me that it was fake and give me the bone out chicken nuggets. Well, Parker stances it. He likes the bones in the bone in because he likes to be reminded. It's juicier. It's juicier. I don't know. <laughs> I I'm not. I don't care about the juiciness. It doesn't bother. I prefer most of my meat dry. See, I'm the opposite. That's how my wife likes it. That's how I know her shit is done. Like, if I cook her a steak, I know it's done because it looks like the bottom of my shoe. Yeah. Yeah, see? And it's funny. A lot of people are like, oh, yeah, but I like it juicy. Or the steak, it's got to be still a little bloody. It's like, I don't need it to be juicy because I'm going to drown it in condiments. Whether it's fucking, I'm a ketchup man. I fucking love ketchup. I'm a ketchup man, too. I won't put ketchup on steak. Oh, thank you. I mean. I appreciate that. Let me. Okay, so. I will eat steak with ketchup because I like ketchup, but that's not my go-to dipper. If I don't have A1 or whatever other thing is available, then I'll use ketchup because I love ketchup, but it's not my go-to. But I will use ketchup on chicken nuggies. See, I will too. I fucking love ketchup. I'll put ketchup, I'll put gobs of ketchup on each individual bite. Have you ever been to the Crooked U? No. We got to go to the Crooked U sometime. They make their own ketchup. Should we go after this? Yeah. Bitchin'. It's not far. I know it's not far. I've patched it a hundred times. I'm we curious do that. about it. But yeah, they make their own ketchup. What? And it is like, I wish they could bottle it and sell it to me because it is that great. Tell me why I just realized that you could make your own ketchup. Dude, yeah. I didn't. For some reason, I never thought about that. I thought the only form of ketchup that you could get was either Heinz or Red Gold. Bro, <laughs> why did that? This is the first time you can I've make ever your own barbecue sauce. See, that's different though. That I know because I've I often frequent barbecue restaurants because I love barbecue. So I know you can you know there's Texas style, North Carolina style, Tennessee style. I know there's all kinds of different styles, but ketchup. I've never thought about that. But yeah, going back to the steak, this is, you can judge me all you want for this. My assumption on steak is if I have to use a sauce on my steak. Steak's not good. You're cooking it wrong. Mm. See, I, I, I can, I can get behind that because I feel like the, the, I shouldn't say the use because you're allowed to use, but if the condiment is necessary to add to the meat, the meat isn't good because I feel like the meat should have its own flavor yeah, and it should be able to stand on its own flavor. Unless there's a certain sauce that you made to accomplish yeah, to complement the steak yeah, yeah, yeah. or the meat that you're cooking, then I will eat it. Like, like say if I eat a steak and there's a peppercorn sauce to put on Ooh, the steak, that sounds really but good. if I'm just going to dump like a one steak sauce on the steak, 
I enjoy A1 steak sauce, but most of the time I don't use it on steak. Right. You're I, saying it can go with the steak, but the steak shouldn't need it. Yeah. Okay. That's I can get behind that. I'm not a big steak guy, and I think it comes down to the simple fact that I don't like fatty meats because it just grosses me out. We talked about this yesterday. Very peculiar on the textures yeah. of the food that I eat. And I know a lot of people go to like, you know, Mexican restaurants and they get steak quesadillas or steak tacos. Fuck steak. I don't I don't want it. It's great, it's good, but I'm very it there's only a what is it? Like filet mignon that has no it's no it's just yeah. all meat, it's not fatty. That I can fuck with, but like a normal steak that's got like the fatty on like the outside. Like a ribeye. Yeah. Not into fat. If it's, ugh, no, I don't like it. So I like chicken because chicken's normally fat free. Except I in like chicken. 1996 when you get chicken nuggies from McDonald's and it'd come with those gristle pieces inside of it. They don't do that anymore. Nope, they don't do that anymore, bro. I, I wouldn't eat chicken nuggets at McDonald's for the longest time. That was the worst. Bro. You're, a kid, just, you're a kid and you're, chomp, smack, chomp, chomp, you're and smacking I, these chicken uh, nuggets. A crunch inside it, dude. It was gross. And then I watched the video and I found out that all that shit was pink paste. Yeah. And that really, really ruined me on McDonald's forever. Yeah. Like, watching them make chicken nuggets out of that pink shit mm-hmm. that it was, I think that really harmed McDonald's reputation for a long time. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of things that McDonald's has had to fight over the years. But I'll tell you what, they their, their Coca-Cola is the best. And they're bringing back the orange high C. high C. Hell yeah. High C. I think I used to mix the high C with Sprite. That's big brain plays, dude. <laughs> Bro, I was like 11. I was like, we, me and my brother and our neighbors, Marcus and Toby. Man, this Sprite is spicy. Shout out to the Castillo boys. But uh, I, I don't think they listen. But just know I haven't forgot about you. Um, we used to ride our bikes uptown to McDonald's and... Sometimes we get Coke, but I think a lot of times it was high C and Sprite. We'd mix it together. <laughs> Why did they ever get rid of the high C? What, what was that about? Apparently it wasn't selling, but that's bullshit. It was the ultimate hangover cure. That's true. Dude, you can go party hard and then wake up and get a steak bagel. They don't sell those anymore either. Good thing I don't hardly drink anymore. <laughs> he said as he's drinking. <laughs> He has a fucking strongbow in his hand, listener. <laughs> this is just spicy apple juice. <laughs> is that your dad? That's your daddy juice? Some spicy apple juice. Yeah. So you got your daddy pop, yeah. which is beer. Go get daddy a daddy pop. <laughs> and then you got daddy juice, which is strongbow. <laughs> wonder what daddy milk would be. Ooh, no. Nope. Nope. I know exactly what daddy milk would be. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> we're, we're not going to serve that up today, boys. Oh man, sometimes this quick wit gets me in trouble. Yeah. I can serve tea in as quick as four strokes. <laughs> if y'all want to see me smoke Smith and get super hard and come in four strokes, I have a feeling a lot of listeners be like, what the fuck are they? Dude, your mom's house. Okay. Your mom's house has altered podcast. the way I think Bro. every day. Hi, hi, hi. That new, new. <laughs> It's, it's all people I'll be talking to work and I'll just have a reference come out of that mm-hmm. show and I'll say it out loud and they're like what are you talking about, you, talking about? you wouldn't understand you wouldn't 
<laughs> you wouldn't get it. I'll shut up now. Cool. What do you need? <laughs> How'd you get a job here there, fuck face? I say that every day. <laughs> I say that. How'd you get a job here there, fuck face? I, I, say I that. wish I could say that over the radio. How'd you get a job here, fuck I don't face? say it over the radio. I just say it to some of the new kids. How'd you get a job here, fuck face? <laughs> How'd you get a job? When they when they ask me a stupid question or something, there's there's a couple people that I just don't know, man. I just <laughs> You're talking to a, a retired double agent, <laughs> CI fucking, double agent, fucking baby raper. <laughs> Get my stamp out. That's just shit's dumb. The one where he went into like a news station to report this. Thing. Did you watch that one? Yeah, where he goes and he's like, "Hey, I want you guys to do a story on me," yeah. <laughs> and he's like. The fucking guy was like, uh, no, no, <laughs> no thanks. You're not interested at all. Not, not at all. No. Who's it's in so charge <laughs> that he could just walk into the news station and talk to the biggest wig there and be like, Hey, I want you to do a story on me. And he's like, no, get out of my office. <laughs> I don't know you. It's so fucking weird. But yeah. Oh man. The fun times at. Ridgemont High. <laughs> Did they say when they're moving to Texas? No, but I also know that they also record a lot of their stuff. Um, weeks in advance. Weeks in advance. So I bet you they're going to like record a bunch and then they're going to... I have no idea. But it's weird because like Texas, Tejas... Just announced like, yo, COVID doesn't exist here, so life is back to normal. There's like 13 states that are opening up. So it makes me hopeful that like stand-up shows will come back because I want to see Tom Segura stand up live. I, I've i been to a few comedy shows. I've seen Kyle Kinane. I've seen Maria Bamford. I've seen um, uh, Shane Moss. Um, Shane Moss is a big like uh, he's in the same vein as like Duncan Trussell big like um, psychedelic uh, what what did he call himself uh, dude Duncan Trussell is ate the fuck up dude bro I love Duncan Trussell he's funny but yeah. he is ate up well, he is his doing. brain is just gone I don't he's moving to, he moved you, to Alaska yeah well, I mean that, did you hear the reasoning why he the moved to Alaska pays you <laughs> To live in Alaska. You're not wrong, but the reason they pay you is because resources in Alaska are so scarce yeah. that that's their, that's their like equaling out. We'll pay you to live here because it's so expensive and harsh to live here. Yeah. We don't have anything for you, but if you live here, we'll pay you. I considered it I before know. I got married. You know what's interesting? I think I could do, so the big, the big like. I wouldn't shouldn't say scary, but the big weird thing about Alaska is that was it they got that thirty days of night thing. Yeah, that movie a, was scary as shit when I was a kid. I mean, okay, so there's not vampires in Alaska that I can that you confirm. know of. <laughs> <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny the existence of vampires in Alaska, but the whole like one month of no sun. I don't know if I could do that. I would want to experience it. I would want to experience it. See, I don't think I could live there just because my seasonal depression is so... It's bad enough living in Indiana. Right, but if there are no seasons, can you have seasonal depression? Is it just cold 100% of the time? I mean, it's Alaska, so yeah. But, like, I mean, there's there's not going to be any fucking trees, so there's no fall, you know, there's no... Well, there is a summer, but it's not warm. It's know. cool. It's cool. 
What's cooler than cool? Ice cold. <laughs> Outcast? Outcast. <laughs> I don't know why that came to my brain, but what's cooler than cool? Ice cold, baby. But yeah, I don't know if I could... I would try it. I would, I would want to experience at least... I think... I think I could probably go a week before I was like, bro, this shit's fucking me up. I don't know what time it is. I don't know what day it is. I already have trouble keeping track of days. And that's with a rotational sun up, sun down thing. Yeah. If there was no sun up, sun down, it was just dark all the time. Bro, I think that would fuck me up. Dude, I might lose my mind. In 2011, I had the chance to move to Alaska. When I was in high school, a family friend of ours moved to alaska to pretty much in my opinion evade child support i can't <laughs> confirm nor deny that. that's one that's one way to do it <laughs> move to a fucking iceberg <laughs> i can't confirm nor deny that that's what he did but he moved to alaska to work on the oil rigs in alaska i bet you there's some money in that oh yeah oh yeah. hand over fist type of money yeah, because yeah. it's a dangerous as shit job and on top of the fact that the government's paying you money just to live in alaska damn but he moved to alaska to work on the oil rigs or pipeline it was a pipeline Pipeline. there it is yeah yeah and uh he moved the he moved there when i was like a junior and he was like a family friend mm-hmm. i remember he always used to come over and play ncaa 2014 college football with me <laughs> nice and i just thought he was a really cool dude he was like he, he they called him my uncle dean he was no no of relation to me at all but he was just I think he was my dad's weed guy. Ah, nice. But he was just a really cool ass dude. He came to all my football games, which was really weird. Like when we were in high school? Yeah. Damn. I wish I would have met. Bro, imagine what my life would be like if your Uncle Dean would have become my weed guy in high school. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, he he was just over at the house all the time. And like we would play video games together, hang out. He would take us out like like when we go out to eat. He was mm-hmm. just with us, just a family friend, because hmm. he didn't have a whole lot of family. Like he was a single guy, and I think he worked with my stepdad. But you know, if I'm not careful, it sounds like your uncle Dean, his life is gonna become what I am. Like not I am, he, I may become Uncle Dean. <laughs> like <laughs> just hanging out with other people's family because I don't have one of my own. I'm like, yeah, I have my own life, but. I like I like to be a part of a like a family thing, uh, uh, temporarily. Like, I want to be an uncle for a day, and I want to go back to my debauchery by myself. <laughs> but he was really cool. He he drew this really cool ass Ford Bronco, which I thought was a cool ass car when I was a kid. Why did I, you think the Ford Bronco? Was you could cool. take the top off and fucking baja through the cornfields like okay, we did regularly. Fair. Like See, we would just turn left and go into this fucking cornfield and fucking rip it up. See, when I hear Ford Bronco, I think of OJ and how he killed his wife and her friend. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's, that's I, why he had it. <laughs> maybe that's why. Maybe that's why he moved to Alaska. <laughs> because one day I came home from school and. I asked my parents if Dean was going to come over, and mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, we have some bad news for you. And I thought they were going to say that he died. And right. I was like, you guys didn't pull me out of school? That's normally like, hey, we've got some bad news. Uncle Dean is dead. And I was like really upset because they told me that he just moved to Alaska. And I thought they were lying to me. Bro, that sounds like, okay, so that sounds like you come home. And, and they get rid of your dog or something. <laughs> your fat dog is gone. Like, what happened to, what, he ran away. What happened to Shadow? He moved to Alaska. <laughs> 
but I thought they were pulling my leg. I was like, come on, where is he at? Right. And they're like, they just kept saying he moved to Alaska. And he was like, motherfucker didn't say goodbye to me. Cause we were, we were cool. Like he we would in a hurry. <laughs> he had to get yeah. But out. they didn't tell me. And then I think years later, my mom told me that he was evading child support. I can't, I don't know if she was making that up or not. There's gotta be an easier Cause way. Cause it's still technically part of the United States. You can't, they can't find you still in technically part of the continental U S. So I hear what you're saying, but it's also Alaska. Like there, there are part, there are cities in Alaska that Fucking you can only get people. to via helicopter. There are no roads that, and it's fucking always snowy and they're not going to have fucking snow trucks snow plows yeah. out there a lot of times it's just like yeah um it would it's too much of a hassle to try and get out there so just fuck it it's he got away well he got away that's it we don't want to spend i don't want to go there it's fucking cold i don't want to trudge through snow he got away He's yeah because i guess you don't need a passport to move there no so. no i mean even though you have to go through canada do you have to go through? Canada well, you can take there? boat. You can take, yeah, take, you take boat. boat. Yeah, but who wants to fucking what? What do they call it? Deadliest catch. Who wants the deadliest catch their way to fucking Alaska? Not. I mean, me. if you're wanting to get away from child support, bad enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, I feel you'd be. Wouldn't it just be easier for you to like? Wouldn't it be nicer just to go to Mexico? The weather's nicer there, and they've got it's better. Way cheaper. Way cheaper, and they got better drugs in fucking Mexico. That we can confirm. Can confirm. I can confirm that. <laughs> that I can confirm. And I think the women are a little, probably a little prettier. Yeah, they're not covered in parkas <laughs> yeah. or bear fur. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember, I don't know where he just vanished. And then that was like my junior year, I think, that he left. And uh, didn't hear from him again. Like he would, he would call the house on the house phone. That's how old we are. Yeah, house phone. Do you I'm, still remember your home phone number? You, yeah, I do. I do too. <laughs> do you want me to bleep that out? Yeah. Okay. I'll, I don't know whose phone number that is now. I'll bleep up uh, mine. Was <laughs> <laughs> that was mine. <laughs> I don't know. I, dude, I can still remember my stinking combinations in high school. Like my, my locker for football, my locker for track, and my home or my actual school locker combination. I can remember those. I don't, I couldn't name them off the top of my head right now, but I bet you if I was standing in front of my locker, I could probably do it. But you have a, you have a picture, you have a picture memory. Kinda. I, I remember where my locker is. Um, but I can't remember the code, but I f- think if I was standing in front of it, I, I think there was a 264317. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, dude, I got it. <laughs> Funny. That was pretty. That's pretty. It's so weird how like yeah, dude. useless information like that just gets stored in your brain. But I remember he left, and then I just continued my life as normal. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sucked that I didn't have a dude to hang out with, and it was really he was just a really cool dude, and we related on a personal level a right. lot. And then I remember I went to college right after high school, and I came back, and I was just sitting at the house, and he walked through the front door visiting in like 2011 Damn. and say, so, yeah, he was just visiting his daughter and, uh, I thought you were trying to escape child support. I think she turned Allegedly. 18. Ah, there we go. <laughs> there we go. That'll do but, it. Uh, <laughs> said, well, she became of age and now he doesn't have to pay anymore. 
Ah, so done with Alaska, huh? <laughs> no, he still lived in Alaska. He was just visiting. Oh, okay. So he came to visit friends and stuff. And he was talking about his job. Well, he became like a severe alcoholic. Well, I but I mean, there's you're... not a whole lot to do in Alaska besides drink. Yeah. And not uh, going to any concerts. You're not going outside to play football. Yeah. Like... But he he came and visited and we caught up and he was telling me and he was like, if you ever wanted to come out there, the money's real good. And he was like, you can come with me. You can stay up with me until you can find a place to live and blah, blah, blah. And I was really thinking it because the money was fat, dude. Mm-hmm. This dude was like rolling in it. He looked like he was well off. Like he didn't look good because I could tell that the dude was drinking hard. Right. But I, I could tell, I mean, there's not a whole lot to do in fucking Alaska besides drink and save your money. What are you going to spend it on? Mm-hmm. You know, you can't even order shit because you can't, it, you can't, it can't get to you. But like I was really considering it because at that time, like I just broke up with the girl that I dated all through high school, mm-hmm. the girl that I was with for like five years. Mm-hmm. Like we had just broke up, and uh, I was just in one of those things where I was like, I hate everything, blah blah blah. Like, yeah. I want to get out of here, start something new, and that new new, <laughs> yeah, that new new. <laughs> <laughs> and I was really considering it, and then. I told my mom that I want to move to Alaska and she broke it down. I was like, I don't think you want to move to Alaska. And she told me all the problems he was going through. And she's like, do you really want to submerge yourself in his problems? Because his problems essentially would become my problems because it was a one bedroom house. I would have been sleeping on his couch. Yeah. You'd have been directly in his problems. problems. Yeah. And thinking about all that stuff, I just didn't feel like that was a smart thing to do for me because I already had my own problems Mm -hmm. and they would have just been colliding with each other. I'm trying to think where, what would have been, what did the take two? What would have been the window where moving to Alaska would have been an okay move for me? And I'm thinking. There was a point in my life where once I quit doing drugs, this is a long time ago, listener, I think that's what, 2011, that's probably when I would have That was the time that I was going to move there. Yep. When I was out of school, um, my partner in crime uh, had uh, gone to prison and I was living at his house with his family, which was really weird because <laughs> I didn't really know them all that well, but... Have I think you, that would have been a good time to move. That was a that was a time when I was working construction, and I fucking we went to North Carolina. I lived there for like two three months. Was North Carolina sick? It was it was nice. We went to the Outer Banks a couple times when we were waiting on parts. Um, but that was when I learned that um, some some of the how do I say this politely? Some of the um, lifers of North Carolina. Eh, I don't know if I like that. Some of the people who live in North Carolina talk like Boomhauer. Dude. It was really strange. Hey, y'all done get down here. Once you get down to these chickens and then you got to build that thing real quick. But they all turn left uh, 400 feet from now. <laughs> yeah, it was really. And what was weird when we first got there, none of us understood. It was like really hard to decipher, but fucking three weeks in a month, like you pick it up. You start to be able to understand it. And then just subconsciously, you start to do it too. So be like, hey man, what are you trying to do? What are you trying to do later? And you'll be like, what? Like, oh no, it's happening to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I think that's just, hu- well, I shouldn't say humans. Part of me wants to say that's what white people do. <laughs> so they just fucking steal things <laughs> fucking and white make people. it their own. But 
I think to a to a certain degree across the board, humans in general will blend in with those around them just because it's easier. You know, like it's it's safer to join the herd than to try and be different from the herd. You know, but it was really weird for a good long minute. I was talking, I man. I used to talk like this. We go down there and be like, "Hey, man, you trying to get, you down trying trying to go down there at rallies get something for lunch?" I wish we were close when that happened because that would have been funny. I would have <laughs> laughed at you a lot. <laughs> yeah, it was, and it was funny because we're we were from Indiana and we're down in North Carolina, and this was like winter time, so um, it would. I remember specifically one time it snowed. They got they got like three inches, and I tell you what fucking raleigh north carolina shut the fuck down like, yeah because they don't really get cold schools do they? closed like the 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 fucking stores ran out of milk and bread because people were panicking it's south carolina that doesn't really get cold north carolina probably does was i in north carolina or south carolina where's raleigh is that north carolina i think that's north carolina all i remember is that i was in where was I in? I was in Greenville, Greenville, North Carolina. That's the closest city I was in. But uh, yeah, we were outside. It it snowed three inches, so we didn't go to the site because nobody was fucking sending shit because the apocalypse was happening. Apparently, we were outside our. It's kind of like Texas last week. Yeah. Well, Texas was fucking. I guess people were dying. Yeah, Texas. They, I mean, they got feet of snow, didn't they? They're I don't like, think they got feet. I think they got like five inches, but their roads in Texas are so flat. Some people would say five inches is a lot. <laughs> dude, did you see that TikTok video? Which one? The one where this dude, this dude was outside in Texas and he put a ruler down in the snow and it was three inches. He's like, y'all are saying this is a lot. <laughs> Keep y'all? up that energy. Keep up that energy. Yeah, dude, I saw that one. I was like, y'all hey. was saying this is a lot. <laughs> Keep that same. <laughs> I, I like that. Y'all saying this is a lot. <laughs> Three inches, huh? All right. We gonna see. That's funny. I really like that. Yeah, that was. And then I saw what's crazy. I saw like a week later after like the snow had went away. I saw some TikTok video of like, I don't know what it was because they didn't, the people didn't get close, but there was a huge fire. Something blew up and, but like they were driving up huge smoke plumes and then whatever it was that was on fire exploded. Excuse me. Giant, giant thing. And they were like, they felt the heat inside of their truck. They were like, it went from 40 degrees to 70 degrees inside my truck. They were like, they were recording. It exploded. And they were like, holy shit, you felt that? And they were like, they're like, with well, the rumble is like, no, like it got hot in the truck. And I'm like, yeah, that's fucking weird. It's so weird. I don't know. Te- That's I'm su- wild, I'm surprised dude. Texas is still. Well, I'm not surprised because Texas- there's no coronavirus there, so they're all right. Yeah, it's true. Like you can do. I mean, you know, you can just carry guns. Like you can do whatever you want, in Texas. It's you can open country. carry there, right? I no, heard sure, they're yeah. trying to make themselves their own country or something. Bro, shit. they've been trying to do that for. I think we were in Since high the school. The Alamo. Do you remember in high school when there was talks of like California breaking off and doing its own thing? It was. I think I read that. California wanted to become four different states. Like they wanted to break I it up into I do four sections. That. I only remember people were saying, oh, the tectonic plate's going to break off and the California's just going to fall into the Fucking ocean. Fucking sink. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that too. <sighs> I was like, is this some kind of myth or 
I mean, I, they'll probably do it, but probably not in our lifetime. I mean, the San San Andreas fault line is there. That's pretty. Uh, if that were to fucking break, that'd be catastrophic. This all shows you how much I didn't pay attention in school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I just did a lot of drugs, and then I would try to be the funny guy in class. And there was there was like six weeks where I took Monday and Friday off because I wanted four day weekends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I got a parent a, a letter to the house saying. Uh, you have a truancy case about to happen if you miss any more days. <laughs> my uh, my senior year was, I don't even know why, I don't know how I graduated because I was in this ICE program, which is like if you had a job, you would uh, go work instead of coming to class. Mm-hmm. Well, my whole senior year, the my job never scheduled me during school hours. So I would just leave school after being there for two hours, and I would spend the rest of the day out doing drugs. <laughs> Dude, see, I was I, I looked like a fucking grown-ass adult my senior year already in school, mm-hmm. and I could literally just put a jacket on that I wasn't wearing in school, leave the building, and walk <laughs> straight the fuck out, mm-hmm. and nobody would stop me. There's cameras all over the place out pointing towards the parking lot. I would walk straight back past the football field towards the apartments, walk through the apartments, and then just go hang out, and they thought I was a grown ass adult. Yeah. You, it's they you can't do that now after Northwood re renovated. Now so I've not been in there since they've renovated it. In order to get into the building, like you can't open up any of the side doors anymore. You can't walk in through there anymore. The only way to get into the building is to walk through the front, and they moved the offices to be the very front. You have to go through the offices to get through the to get into the building now. And that's because of the shooting thing. Not Northwood's never had any shootings, but because of the national shooting pandemic that we were going through, they so they upped their security. Oh yeah, big time. I mean, I remember when they installed the the little like ringer things that you had to press the button. How do you do? And say, hey, I'm here for whatever, whatever, and then they'd unlock the door. They did that while we were there, but now it's like you have to walk through the office. The office has essentially become like the front line. If you're trying to shoot up to school, you got to kill the people in the office first before you can get to the kids. <laughs> Sorry, Mrs. Secretary. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> we got, hey, this is the health department. We got your test results back. You positive, bitch. <laughs> All right, yeah, well. I could I could just straight leave and no one would say anything. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what I did. I remember there was one day they fucking called me in the office and they said, hey, you know why you're here? And I was like, no. And they're like, because we hear you're doing drugs. I'm like, yeah, I'm in high school. That's what kids do. You said that? Yeah. They're like, yeah, that's, yeah. They're like, oh, so if we gave you a drug test, would you pass? I was like, no, I smoked yesterday. And they were like, why? I was like, because it was 420. That's why. Oh, what's that? Don't play dumb with me, Mr. <laughs> Sellers. I know for a fact you guys know because for Spirit Week, you made Tuesday Hippie Day. Oh, that was on 420. Don't play dumb. Don't if 420 isn't a new thing, okay? It was around <laughs> when you guys were in high school. Fucking dicks. So basically, they searched my person, they searched my locker, and they searched my car. Looking for drugs, but I'm not an idiot. I don't bring drugs to school. Yeah, I was doing them, but I didn't bring them to school. There was a lot of people that were dumb enough to do that. Yeah, there were. Yeah, there were. And it's funny because um, I came, I got out of what they were searching, and it was like first lunch, and my buddy Harley and Lucas were sitting in the the surge, and they were like, "Chris, why do you look so panicked? Like, bro, they just like pulled me out of class to like search all my shit." And they're like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "Me, my locker." 
in my car. And Lucas goes, well, see you, boys. And he just left. He just left school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He just fucking left, bro. Because uh, me and him were running with that same group. Just fucking, you know, we were just drug addicts in high school. But, man. He, he you t- hung out You hung out with those and I hung out with the music crowd. <laughs> yeah. And see, that's what I, I wish. I wish I would have spent more time in the music the music I was group. like, yeah, I'm going to the post on Saturday. See? I'm going to go watch uh, Kingston Falls. Kingston Falls <laughs> and fucking Devil Wears Prada used to play in our area. Yeah. And fuck, oh, man. Yeah. Was Haste, did Haste Day come around? Yeah, dude. I'm so mad that it, it makes me mad because that was the music I listened to at that time, but I never went to shows. I didn't even know shows existed in our area. Yep. I had no idea. It was really a very, very tight knit. Because for well, the the post was like the only legitimate close venue for teenagers right. to get to because mm-hmm. like there was the Skunk's Nest in and the RPMP yeah. in Mishawaka or South RPMP was more South Bend mm-hmm. and uh, yeah those were all like for being a high schooler especially if the high schoolers that didn't have licenses or ways to mm-hmm. get there. I had to sneak out and go with seniors when I wanted wanted to go with shows, right? Because I didn't have a car, and like I could easily get to Goshen, right? Yeah, go especially from Napanee. Yeah, and even for me, living ten miles outside of Napanee because my parents were assholes. You lived and in Etna Green, right? I lived in oh yeah, the trailer yeah. park outside of town. So if, yeah. I, if I if I wanted to go hang out with friends at night and sneak out, I had to get on my bike, hoof my fat ass ten miles into town. <laughs> Yep, and, and then, then hope- come wake up Chris in the middle of the night because oh hey I bought gas but I didn't have my wallet so hey I'm gonna write I'm gonna go to Chris's house wake him up pee on the side of his house and be like hey do you have five dollars I I bought gas but I don't have any money it's like what do you mean you you just left the gas station without paying like no the car's still there I just have to go or no you you and we dr- left I was left. like I promise I'll be right back with the money please don't call the police on me is what I told them. This They're like, you have one hour. <laughs> this motherfucker went, bought gas, didn't have money to pay for it. They let him leave to come to my house so that he could get money. And then, uh, dude, that was such a weird thing to wake up. And then we get back to pay them the well, money. And they were like, oh, I didn't really think you were going to come back. We didn't really care about $5. Yeah, I mean, that's cool and all, but <laughs> man. Yeah, you woke me up and you're like, hey, can I have some money? I was like, what the fuck do you mean? Yeah, I need gas money. And I was like, all right, fine, let me get my fucking wallet. And I hear, like, what are you doing? I got to pee. Like, what? Are you? Man, don't pee under my window, bro. I keep my window open. It's going to smell like piss in my room now. Bro, that was a real dick move. (laughs) I just pissed under my window. It shows how big my balls were back then. Yo, can I have some money as I'm pissing on your house? I couldn't go behind the tree that was right behind me. Yeah, there was a, literally a tree. There's one, two, there's five of them behind you. <laughs> Dumb. Yeah, that night I had biked my ass into Napanee. We stole Ashley Juarez's mom's car out of the garage. Yep. And then drove to Elkhart and realized that we got to put the needle back where it was so she doesn't notice. <laughs> yep. yep. Yeah, it's like a, like a fucking U-Haul. You got to put the gas back. <sighs> Well, I think we've been rambling for some time now. Oh, yeah. Hour 15. Wow. Yep. So, and I have to pee, and I'm also fucking hungry. So, 
Let's uh, wrap this up real quick. <sighs> All right, well, let's wrap this bad boy up. Um, What have you been listening to there, Parker? So I get to listen to music at work again full time. Oh, so nice I listen to nice? a lot of music now. Yeah. Um, re- Some recent finds I found that have been like exceptionally tiered well and just really jammable too. Mm-hmm. There's this band out of Missouri called Summoning the Lich. Ooh, I like that name. And they're like this Black Dahlia murder inspired death metal band that Ooh. just, they really, really, I don't want to say mix it up because there's a lot of stuff that's been kind of monotonous lately, mm-hmm. but they just are kind of a breath of fresh air on the genre of death yeah. metal. Like, there's intricate riffs and the vocalist is just like a, he's a trash man. He's a, <laughs> he's a trash man. Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> yeah. Take it how you will. The dude is fucking filthy. <laughs> he's a trash man. That's funny. <laughs> but I've been listening to that band. They are very, very melodic inspired mm-hmm. and it's fast paced. So if you're, Working in a fast-paced environment like I am, it's just really easy to put that on. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, man, I'm sweating right now. Grab yourself up. And That's then I've been listening shit. to another band that I was in the middle of trying out for and then realized it was not for me, but a band called Ritualist. I'm going to drop them. They're from Fort Wayne and Grand Rapids. They're going to be a band to watch out for. They're oh. Bro, I remember... I came over to your house one time and you were, this is when you were like practicing their stuff. And I was like, so I'm not normally a death metal tech metal guy. It's good music, but it's not for me. Yeah. But I remember when you showed me that stuff, I was like, holy fuck, dude. And then the vocalist, I fuck with the vocalist and I'm normally pretty picky, but that dude fucking slayed it. Ultimately, it turned. Uh, the reason I stopped and gave up on that path, it's not that I couldn't. I learned, I learned the song that I was trying out for. Mm-hmm. I remember I drove to Fort Wayne to Sweetwater to buy a new amp mm-hmm. because I was. It was just time for me to upgrade. Mm-hmm. Mine was just giving me some issues, and I had the funds to buy the amp that I had been looking at for a few years. Right. And I remember I drove to Fort Wayne to buy it, and that would have been the drive if I was to take this gig mm-hmm. and practice every Sunday I would be driving from Osceola to Fort Wayne which is like a nearly two hour drive yeah. and then every other week or every other two weeks we would be driving to Grand Rapids to practice with the other half of the band Damn. and I just realized that that was not financially and physically responsible and I know that they're a band that's going to blow up and start touring mm-hmm. when all this COVID stuff disappears and I just realized that I don't want to lead them on and I don't want to give my, them the false hopes that this is something I can do. Right. Because it just did not make sense. I mean, I didn't want to put the miles on my truck. Yeah. And it's like two hours one one way once a week and then two hours fucking north yeah. for another. Yeah. That's- and it, it was like driving there on Sundays. Like I got to work Monday morning. I got Sundays is normally my chorin day. Mm-hmm. Yep. Chorin. Charn, Charn. Hey, but don't don't try and call me. I'm I'm busy doing chores. They're they're trailblazing a path that they 
they're a band that I feel like people need to watch out for. And they're getting positive reviews across all music like platforms mm-hmm. that are giving reviews out and stuff. Like they were featured on Lamb Goat, I'm pretty sure. Lamb Goat. I th- yeah. I'm, I don't want to say 100 percent that that was, but I'm pretty sure that was one of them that I think came across and reviewed their album. Ritual. When I heard Ritualist, I was like, yeah, that's they're definitely going to be somebody because they it's. It wasn't like watered down, same shit you've heard before. It was like new. It was at new, new. Like, <laughs> but, I, but I was like, wow. All the members, the vocalist I, is the only one that I am not aware of. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as they told me that this is his first band. But oh, all the uh, oh, that's right, you did tell me that. All the other members, I mean, they're guitarists. They he's been in bands like Summoning the Ancients from back in the day that mm-hmm. were like. They were opening for bands like Impending Doom, The Faceless. Oh, impending Doom. Like they they were opening for top tier death metal, deathcore mm-hmm. acts and stuff. And they were just he was seventeen or sixteen years old when he was playing all these crazy death metal stuff, and he's just done nothing but get better as an adult. I mean, the other guitarist, he is in a band he was in a band back in the day called Caesar, and they were like the metalcore band of the northern region. Yeah. Like they were, they were huge for local metal for the northern Indiana, hmm. and then their bass player, uh, he's a Michigan, he's a Michigan resident that was playing in Michigan bands. I'm not totally sure of the bands he was f- playing in, but he's a very, very intricate bassist. And then the drummer, he was another summon the ancients drummer. He was their summon the ancients drummer in high school. Sounds like the ritualist. The ritual. What, what was it? Ritualist. Yeah, it's such a funny, weird word. The ritualist needs to come on the show and tell us about all these bands you've been in. <laughs> but yeah, between them, um, those are the those are the two notable new bands that I'm like, I listen to them probably every day. Hell yeah. Other than that, I've been. Listening to weird shit just because it's fast paced. I listen to Tech Nine, which I never thought I would listen to Tech Nine, but he's actually kind of catchy. No, he's good. I just very peculiar, very particular in the the hip hop I listen to. I know I've seen Tech Nine live. You have? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw him. At, uh, Sonic, not Sonic Temple, Rock on the Range. Was it good? Oh, dude, he was great. He was really great. He put on a hell. He pulled almost the whole fucking stadium, and he wasn't even on main stage. He was on side stage. That's insane. Mm-hmm. That's pretty sick. And I think it also helps that he like collabs with like Corey Taylor. He does a lot of like rock stuff, yeah. and, like metal stuff. I wasn't really impressed with the Five Finger Death Punch collab he did. Yeah, I don't think. But that's because I'm not very big on Five Finger Death Punch. Listen, I'll go out on a limb and say I really love the first Five Finger Death oh, Punch I, I'll, album. Oh, I'll say that to anybody. I, I love that album. The Way of the, the, Fist, of the Fist, that was a fucking album, dude. Dude, it was great. I thought whenever I try and like trade when i find a record that i really like and i'll be like hey i'll trade you something for it and i send my discogs you'd be surprised at how many people like yo let me get that first five finger death punch album like hell no bro that's fucking red press you have have that yeah i have it yeah yeah that's pretty sick dude i fucking love that you got a pretty impressive collection i'm not gonna lie yeah there's a lot of dumb money (laughs) dumb money in there but yeah (laughs) yeah i like i like the first five finger death punch record and there's a couple songs off the second album that i like but Anything after that, it's like 
it just kept getting they have down, they have down. one singular recipe for any song that they make now yeah, yeah. and they don't break it up and mm-hmm. see that's what i liked they were they were a band trying to find their way in the first mm-hmm. album and they were just being themselves yeah. like this is who we are mm-hmm. and then they found out what sold mm-hmm. and they it's kind of like in this moment yeah they have one recipe now and that's mm-hmm. just maria brink but yeah. to be fair to be fair to be fair <laughs> Whatever, uh, I, I mean if you're getting paid i respect it yeah. but at the same time you're sacrificing your musicianship for money yeah but that's that's what your goal is to to begin with you're trying to get paid you're trying to make this your job yeah and they did that so you can't really disrespect i just don't want you to be a fucking sellout i don't want you to sell out your principles for money like i'll support you you don't have. I mean, granted, it's, it's a it's a very very thin wire. It's yeah, it's a tight it's a tight rope to walk for sure. Trying to people are like, trying to get sold for what they want to sell, mm-hmm. and I understand that because that when I was in the mind that I wanted to do music as a job before I got old and fat and. I wanted to do music as a job, and I was like, yeah, I'm playing music. I want to play in a deathcore band. On a, I want to tour the world. Mm-hmm. And then I realized that the only thing is, is whenever you, like, they realize you have a sound that you can sell, they want you to sell the sound that they know that you can sell. Mm-hmm. And that's how music. And only that's, that. Yeah. yeah. That's, how, that's how labels work pretty much. I feel like I like the idea of... Doing something I love for money, but then I also think that that would put a, a different pressure on the creative process. Like, oh, I have to do this or otherwise I can't pay my mortgage yeah. or whatever it is. Whereas before when it's a hobby, you have free free reign to create when you want to create. Yeah. Instead of being like, oh, it's been two years. We have to write another fucking album or else I can't fucking pay my bills. And I feel like that might stain the 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 pure the purity of the cre- creative process it's kind of it's kind of like the podcast you know i like doing this but then there are days where it's like oh shit i need to do something and then it, i feel like it, 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 it a little yeah bit. because it changes the, it changes your creativity because it's like that's why i like diy stuff mm-hmm. is because like when i'm in bands i can record songs as they come to me yeah instead of and then all my songs that I write that way are 100% genuine. Yeah, yeah. Instead of, oh, we need to get this done by this deadline. Oh, and that, shit. We have eight songs. We need 10. So somebody fucking throw poop up. something yeah, out poop real something quick. Out. I need two filler songs right now. Yeah. And like that's two of not 100%. That's how Gun Hands McBusaw got towards the end of our writing process. Yeah. Because we had, we had created dates that people expected us to have stuff by before we were fully ready because right. people caught wind. Cause I remember our biggest mistake we made as a band was we played a show before we were hundred percent ready. We people all got wind that we had three songs ready and then they just expected us to start hopping on shows when we told three songs, we told us, well, to be fair, to, to be, be fair, fair, the three songs that we had were five and six minutes a piece. So that's pretty much a set. Yeah, that's a set. Uh, normal as as normal can, sets in the area are like 20 minutes. Yeah. And you just got to do a little bit of 
crowd work yeah. in between. And that helps that helps time. give you time to tune. Right. But we only had three songs. And so we had enough time to fill a 20-minute set, mm-hmm. which is a normal set in most cases if you're a new band because yeah. you're not going to get a headlining spot. No. So where you don't have to fill a 40-minute set. But but it's, they our first show they gave us right before headline and it was our first show. Well, to see that's almost I feel like that's a thing that our area does is like if you're the new band, a lot of the times we'll put you on headliner just because they're like, "Hey, here's your mo- moment to shine. Welcome to your first show. This is our scene." But sometimes that kind of fucks the band because they're like, "We had four songs. You know, talk to us. Yeah. Riff. I don't care if you're if we like you. Last song. A lot of times we'll be like." All right, this is the last one we got, and then we're like one more song. Like we don't have any more. Like just fucking yeah. jam. We just like you. Like do something. Yeah, because I remember our first show. We just played our set twice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. People, people wanted to hear more stuff, and I was like, we literally don't have anything we don't ready. Have anything else? So we can play this again. Yeah. And they're yes. like, you just there was someone just said play it all again, yeah. and we did. <laughs> <laughs> so we did. Yeah. But we were not ready to technically play show we didn't want to play shows until our ep was ready to release right which it, our first three songs came with a flash we wrote one song in one day mm-hmm. like that was a song that i had been that was a song that i brought to truman and zach asking if, if they were interested in joining in to what me and mitch had right and they're like all right i was like i've got this structure of a song let's see if you we guys we can close some ends and make this thing presentable Mm -hmm. and they're like we really dig this idea and then me and zach riffed off of this stuff and like we just he filled the ends that i felt were broken that needed fixed Mm -hmm. and we just worked really well together on that song and then we flashed a youtube video out there of like yeah this is something new coming your way we didn't even have a name yet like be on the lookout here we go here we come and then people got word that it was like a super group coming and they're like, they just expected things of us and we were making dates before we were ready. And they were like, we were like, all right, we need to hurry up and get this stuff along. Which is not what you want to do. You no. don't want to force music. So there you was. You can't. You can't force music. So there was just two songs that I mean, they're, people like the songs, mm-hmm. but to me, the the songs feel rushed. Yeah. And they just don't feel 100% like I like the songs, but I'm not 100% proud of the product that we put out just because we put ourselves in the time rush. It's a rush order, yeah. And like to this day, I can hear those two songs. I'm not going to name them because I don't want people to think badly of the two songs that you might like. Mm -hmm. But those two songs, whenever I hear them on our album, I'm just like... Rip. (laughs) Damn, we shouldn't have rushed that. And it Mm. came down to we should have just... Spent more time on our production quality, but that's, that's everyone's perfectionist to their art. Mm -hmm. And that's just stuff that I look at and I'm like, really bit the bullet on that shit. I know. That's why I don't like going back and listening to old episodes. I hardly stuff just cause I'm like, Oh fuck. If I could, if I could just go back with what I know now to fix the stuff I had before. Dude, uh, I remember. And I remember, I know why they did it now because that was all they had in the van. But I remember going to the last cult fest and I rode with Lenore in mm-hmm. the van and we were listening, we we're listening to music in the van and they just put gun hands, make bus saw album mm-hmm. on repeat. And I was like, is this what hell is? <laughs> <laughs> they just kept jamming it and everybody was loving it. And I was like, 
y'all can play something else if you want. Yeah, y'all and then we stopped at Walmart and we were going to buy one of those adapters for a phone so you can play it in the van because the van only had like a CD thing and they didn't really have all, all they had was like the radio. Oh, like they didn't like have a aux, they didn't have a bl- they didn't have a Bluetooth or an auxer. So we got an adapter to play an aux. They had to get one of those uh, transistor uh, things yeah, yeah, yeah. where you can uh, dial it in mm-hmm. for the radio yep. to play Bluetooth and mm-hmm. shit. And I was like, so that's why you're playing my band stuff on repeat. That's all you had. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you had. I uh, I found this new band yesterday. I don't know how to say their name, so I'm, but I'm going to give it my best shot. It's spelled G-A-E-R-E-A. G-E... Gyria? Garia. Garia? Garia? Bro. I'm not normally one for black metal or death metal or whatever the fuck. It's, it's like black and death metal? Mm-hmm. Here, I'll play you. Does it remind you of Gun Hands at all? So this song specifically was the first one I heard. This one's nine minutes long. But a lot of it, you get like... Oh, shit. Uh... So for like the first four minutes, it's just music. It's just like building up emotion. So it almost reminds me of like, uh, it almost reminds me of like ambient, like it's got some ambience to it. There's big ambience in this 2020 album Limbo. I haven't looked into any of the other things yet, but uh, the album Limbo from last year. But did you ever, have you ever listened to anything like doom metal? Like how it's like just big sounds. And they're just like building, they're just building an energy. And then like they go into their riffs and they're just like booming heavy riffs. Give me, give me, give me some examples of like, doom metal. Cause I don't like black tongue. I know the name, but I've never looked into them. Like their new, the newest album of black tongue. They're still like a deathcore down tempo band, but their newest album has like, just like these big sludgy, like just very keep... like heavy thick you can hear the thick thick strings on the instruments vibrating do you know what i mean i'm gonna have to check the, i found this playlist called doom metal it's got like my dying bride shores of null cathedral Paul bear trees of eternity paradise lost bismarck red moon architect tethra saturnus Candlemass, ocean wake valkyrie conan november's doom man they got some badass things what the fuck? Byzantian neckbeard. <laughs> let, me, let me, like, uh... Funeral. Omega Massive. Swallow the Sun. Like, you can just, like, they're building an energy type and See, thing. I like that. Uh, I I don't mind the instrumental aspect of just like we're gonna play some music that's gonna like build suspense. See, it it just slowly builds up and then, and then come it comes to a climax and, and it just destroy you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's gonna get to a point here where in a second it just just drops. Yeah. Ow, fuck. This this stuff right here is. Oh damn! See what I mean? It just damn. it builds an energy and it builds like a uh, 
like you know that part in a scary movie where it's like everything is happening now it just yeah, yeah. it's like a, a sudden climax and then it grabs a hold of you who is this and what song is it this is black tongue the eternal return to ruin okay is this did they open the album with this song yes all right how how appropriate all right all right i fuck with that but yeah stuff like stuff like this is just like that's 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 the kind of vibe I get off. Like they're just like a ambient, mm-hmm. doomy metal band. Like they're still considered a down tempo. Like the down tempo is a slang for slower BPM right. metal music, but it's just they're very good at building an energy and then releasing the energy all at once. Mm-hmm. And I really really dig stuff like that. I've also been listening to a lot of Three Six Mafia, um, a lot of the. What's on my search is from things that I was looking through at Ignition yesterday. So, Strand of Oaks, uh, the Serotones, the Sword, a band called the Hiatus Coyote, and Coyote is spelled K-A-I-Y-O-T-E. Um, I found this girl on TikTok named Chandler Layton. I showed her yeah. showed her to you yesterday. She's really great. And then uh, been listening to a lot of the Midnight, which is a synthwave band that uh, our buddy. Uh, from the Menus Near You podcast showed me. And then I want to give a big shout-out to this uh, up-and-comer called Magnolia Park. I shouldn't say up-and-comer. I mean, they're fairly... They are really new, but they've been all... I've been seeing a lot of them on uh, uh, TikTok lately, but they're like pop-punk. Um, I then want to say they're from Chicago, but I don't really know. But yeah, check out Magnolia Park. So that's what I've been listening to lately. I'm gonna have to listen to that band that you just said, the one we were just talking about, because Garia, yeah, Garia, Garia. I was, I dude, I even looked up on Reddit, like how the fuck do you say his name? But everybody has their own. They're like, I say it like this, I say it like that. Someone says it like this. I'm like, God, fuck, why can't the band just come out and be like, we say it like this? Apparently, they're. I guess like, we're just gonna go see him live. Apparently, somebody. What's up, motherfuckers? This is Garia. Garia. <laughs> I was watching. There was some dude who was like, "Yeah, I I watched them perform live stream over quarantine, and what they did was they uh, they just played their album on record through speakers, and then they just sat in the dark. That was their whole live stream. I was like, damn. They were like, they are really dedicated to the art, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'd be, I'd been pretty bummed, but. I would if I was more artsy, maybe I would have enjoyed it. But yeah. What Damn. the fuck is up, Denny's? What the fuck is up, Denny's? But yeah. So this is hey, see what I mean? He was about to chew on that. <laughs> you little turd. All right. Well, this has been a very relaxed episode of the Toon Junkies podcast. And then I was in the back seat of this car and I shit my pants. <laughs> You know what's funny? I shit my pants three times last year. Dude, did you ever hear about the time that we were? You were at this party, uh, is when I lived in Napanee on Walnut Street, mm-hmm. and we were having this rager. It was like a pool party and all this stuff, okay. and it was late night, like one o'clock in Napanee, and I thought that Taco Bell would be open because Taco Bell is open late, but not in bumfuck Napanee. No, they don't so, stay open. They don't stay open late like most. Of them. So I was like, "Yo, someone take me to Napanee," and. uh this is a story that involves you. Bell? Yeah. Uh, this is a story that involves you, and I am too late to turn back now. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm involved. Don't judge it. me. Right. You worked at Steak and Shake at this time. Oh, damn. We were was... in your car. This was a long you time might have been in the car. You might have drove me to Taco Bell. 
if anybody would have driven you to Taco Bell late at night, it probably would have been me. I'm pro Taco Bell. Well, okay. I'm going to say the story anyway. You can judge me all you want. All right. We went to Taco Bell and they were closed. Well, I got the bubble guts mid drive and I could not make it back to home in order to shit. So I told them to make an emergency turn into the back of Tiki Tan so I can take a shit. And I shit in the back of Tiki Tan behind the dumpster and I had nothing to wipe my ass. And somebody gave me a fucking steak and shake hat to wipe my ass. (laughs) And I'm pretty sure it was your steak and shake hat. I almost didn't remember this, but I think I remember... Giving giving you a fucking paper hat to wipe your ass with. I'm pretty sure I wipe my ass with your stick and shake work. Oh my god! I'm trying to like. I think I remember this. I think I remember this because this would have been like in 2000 and when did I work in Steak and Shake? It would have been like 2012, 2013 because I worked at Newmar. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't have been. 2000 and well if it would have been it might have been 2014 when did abfd die i was in abfd for in 2012 i know that but i think it fizzled out in 2013 so i think it had either been 2013 or 2014 yeah because the only the only time well i don't know though because i think you worked at the dunlap one yeah that's the only one i ever worked at but (laughs) the only time i would have hung out i would have been at that party when you were at this house on Walnut was when I was dating a girl who lived very close to that house, which would have been 20. It was right behind it. Yeah. It was either been 20. Well, it's, it's like 2013 or 2014. 2014. I, I'm going to guess 2013, 2014 for sure. But I remember I avoided that fucking Tiki Tan like the plague <laughs> because there was a fucking camera facing towards the back and I didn't know if they could catch me and know who I was but that was I thought I was going to shit my pants (laughs) there you go Kevin there's your there's your poop poop story there's your poop pants story would you believe it with Alex Parker everybody but yeah um, follow us on all our social medias uh, Toon Junkies Pod on Twitter Toon Junkies Podcast on Facebook Toon Junkies Podcast on Instagram you can uh, follow Nick on uh, his social medias at Make Dameron Sure on Twitter, uh, Pulp.Niction on uh, Instagram, and I forget what he said his uh, TikTok is. Um, you can follow Lex on her socials. Just kidding. She doesn't want to talk to you. But you can uh, commission art from her at Women in Nature Art on Instagram. Um. You can follow me on things if you can find me, and that's all I'm going to tell you because uh, if you'd like to reach me, you can leave me alone. Um, and then be sure to uh, like, comment, subscribe on all our socials. Um, you know, rate, review, subscribe, all that stuff wherever you can find us on all the podcast platforms. Um, if you'd like, if you'd like to uh, correct us on something dumb we said, you can email us at toonjunkiespodcast at gmail dot com, or you can submit a dumb first question that we ask the bands. That's totally cool. Or if you found a new band that you would like to promote, even just let us know. 
Maybe we can have them on the show. Maybe we can just play some of their music on the show. Let us know. Email us at toonjunkiespodcast at gmail.com. We'd be more than happy to blow up the spot of whatever band you found on TikTok or wherever it is. Um, I think that's the whole spiel that I got to give. Right? I did Lex's socials, Nick's socials, my socials. Um, yeah, I think that's everything. You don't want to follow me. I only look at memes. <laughs> but if you if you would like a badass guitar player. Parker's pretty good at flicking yeah. them strings. I'm looking for a band. Yeah. So if you if you like Maroon Five or uh, um, Bruno Mars, let let Parker know because that's the kind of music he's playing. And I will laugh at you. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Maroon Five for well specifically Adam Levine for recently saying bands don't exist anymore. Yeah. <laughs> what a fucking idiot. <sighs> Damn you, Adam Levine. Songs about Jane was really great, and then you guys didn't do anything with it anymore. Yeah, and you sold out like we just talked about. Fucking sold out. Because that was a good album. It was a great album. It's still good. still holds up. It's a great album. Anyways. Beauty we're not queen. Here. <laughs> we're not here to talk about Maroon 5. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. this has been a Toon Junkies podcast. My name is Chris, and uh, I don't know. We'll see you on the next episode. Later, nerds.